Hi friends! Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Thanks for tuning in. Here to Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. This week on the pod, we have the boys. It's Malik Ba, Devin Nickel, Tyler T-Snitch Nickel. It's a great one. But first, I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we got Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe, and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan the Antonoff. Thank you so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. While uh, it might not be smart to pick up litter during the coronavirus outbreak due to how long the coronavirus sits on surfaces of, of things, uh, if you're on your house, make sure you're sorting your, your recycling, you know, make sure you're not creating more waste than what you need to make the responsible choice around your house. Do your part for the environment. Also, like to thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear 95. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. We'd be happy to have you over there. For the mental health check this week, it's, I feel like I say this a lot, it's been an up and down week. Um, Like Monday, Tuesday, I really didn't want to do anything. Uh, I was kind of reluctantly, you know, logging into work and doing that. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I, I seem to catch a bit of my stride. Um, taking care of Delilah definitely helped me to keep a routine, you know, getting up in the mornings, going for multiple walks, getting some fresh air. It, it helped to focus on something other than myself for a bit, which if you listen to the last podcast with Brooke Martin, a great tip, do what you can for other people. Me doing what I can for Delilah helps me to manage and handle what I'm going through personally. Then the weekend hit. And it was one of those depressive weekends where just zero motivation. Um, like, I, I feel like there's a lot of resistance going on currently in my life. I, I'm still working through my taxes. Uh, I'm still trying to keep up with the cleaning around the house. We're adjusting to Delilah, like mentioned. And just there's a lot of things that I, I, I seem to be putting up more barriers than what I'm breaking down. And it just resulted in me not doing a lot over the weekend. Um, you know, Saturday, Sunday, it was mostly just lounging around, taking it off, um, a little bit of cooking, but mostly, you know, not not planning, not cleaning, not doing things that would relieve my stress, but more so just doing the bare minimum, watching the office, that kind of idea. Sunday night, I did get a bit of motivation back, and I started to use that to, you know, do some dishes, um, do a little bit of cleaning, but mostly I still look, I'm still trying to recoup from all that. So today I'm feeling decent, um, and I'm hoping to carry that into the rest of my week. Um, but it just, it kind of reminds me, you know, motivation wanes, routine is what's important. And, you know, I call it kind of a motivation rebound, where it'll feel like, I have no motivation, no motivation, and then I've had no motivation for so long that I have all this energy because I'm like, oh, I got to do something. I got to change this. And it's it's an important reminder that no matter how rock bottom it might feel, there's a natural rebound that comes from that where hopefully, hopefully everyone experiences this. It's not just me, but 
you know, I might have the down periods, but those down periods are supplemented by some up periods as well. Now, obviously this isn't ideal because um, I, I would much rather have consistency with managing these ups and downs and, and having more consistent moods rather than going up, down, up, down. But during this time, you know, I'm just trying to approach this with consistency and empathy, right? Empathy for yourself, understanding, hey, times are tough. And it's important for me to remember that, that <laughs> I'm inside a lot. And although I'm, an, I'm more of an introvert, although I'm team isolation, um, it's, it's, it's difficult not seeing people. It's difficult not interacting and just making sure that, you know, you're co- contact someone this week that you love. You know, I'm, I'm going to make a point of it to, to speak with my loved ones, with my friends as much as possible. Do what you can for other people, but do what you can for yourself. And if you feel like you have one task that's in your way that is kind of stopping you from progressing, typically we make this a little bigger than what we have to. And uh, I I find uh, just simply starting that one thing can help. So this week I'm going to do my taxes. I'm I'm going to try and keep this place clean. But most of all, I'm going to give myself some compassion. And... I'm not going to eat a whole sleeve of of uh, saltine crackers because that's been my go-to recently. Uh, I love saltine crackers, but I, I'm not trying to eat another sleeve of them. So I hope everyone has a great week. Um, on the podcast this week, as previously mentioned, we got the boys. We got Malik. We got Devin. We got T-Snitch. We talk about how we're coping with life during the crisis here. We talk about Fortnite. We talk about... So, so much. It's a great podcast. It's funny. It's uplifting. It's informative. It's real. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, It's the first time ever doing a four-person podcast for myself. And it's the first time doing uh, that all over Zoom. So I was really impressed with how little we talked over each other. And I hope that you enjoy it. So without any further ado, um, let's head on over to iTunes, wherever you listen. Rate, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Uh, Just do the thing. Uh, I appreciate you doing the thing. Uh, Share this with a friend, post it on your social, I don't care. Uh, I appreciate any support that I get from you listeners, and uh, I'll continue to bring as much actionable content as I can during this difficult time. Without any further ado, please welcome Malik Baugh, Devin Nickel, and Tyler T-Snitch Nickel! have arrived welcome Here we are welcome have we landed we have landed it's me <laughs> Ty Declare. malik Baugh. say hi malik what's up guys we got devin nickel hey what's up guys and tyler t snitch nickel hello we're doing it over zoom the boys have arrived boys how you doing today i'm doing good i'm just you know hanging out quarantine life uh same, same here. Just uh, honestly, just chilling, having uh, enjoying my nice, beautiful Saturday afternoon within the confines of my house. Uh, thankful and grateful that uh, all my friends, family, and you guys are are healthy, uh, yeah. which I think is the most important thing to think about during this time. You know? Yeah, pretty much the same. Just kind of taking it easy, been relaxing. You know, we've all been playing games together and just kind of gaming, <laughs> playing some guitar. And that's about it. Yeah, y'all like- know. 
honestly so thankful for Xbox right now and or <laughs> any game system. Like, yeah. I, I was thinking, like, what if we didn't have the internet in this time? Like, oh, I, I actually didn't have internet until like December this year for like a good four or five years. I would just kind of use my data and stuff. So I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> if we didn't have Fortnite, we didn't have our games every day. I would be so, I would be losing my mind. I totally feel that, and like, I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting if you if you were to think about this whole situation, and if we didn't have internet, how different would your current living situation be? You know what I mean? For me personally, yeah. I think there'd be a lot more like probably a lot more like reading. I would say like I should be reading more, um, mm-hmm. but like really with like work, and I'm honestly thankful that I still have a job. Um, but like working out. Like just thinking of the next couple of days, what I'm gonna be doing a lot of cooking. Been doing a lot more cooking, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it, it'd be interesting to to do this like as an experiment to see what life would be like without the internet for sure. Yeah, like yeah, I, I used, you said it perfectly. If I didn't have internet, I'd be doing a lot more things like reading, like exercise. Like you're you were talking before we started about how important exercise was right now for you. Yeah, man. What are you doing throughout the day? Well, it's, I don't know. It's, I mean, like every day is kind of different, but like, I feel like during these times, it's like really easy to sort of like not put your workout routine or like not consider exercise because there's only so much you can do. And I don't know about the situations with you guys, but for me, uh, you know, I live in like a pretty small apartment here in Toronto. Um, so it's easy to, to forget that, you know, about my, my fitness routine. Um, cause normally I would just go to the gym in my building. And when this whole thing came about, like this whole lockdown situation, I was like, honestly kind of excited. Cause I was like, Oh, great. I can just go to the gym yeah. every day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but they closed that. So it sort of forced me to be, to try and be a little creative. Um, but I've been doing like Pilates. I do some workouts with like some virtual workouts with like that. Some of the girls on my team at work, which is great. Um, this morning I just did a quick like, full body no weights workout sort of things to like get into the habit and train myself that you know stuff like this is still really important for me to do during this time because um if you don't it's just like you're just going to feel more and more sluggish and depressed and all that kind of stuff so i think keeping up with with like a workout routine a steady workout routine um even if it's like half an hour a day um can make a really big difference in like your productivity how you look at the day how you approach a lot of different things so um i would say that like if you can try and squeeze it in there's no real excuse other than you know a lack of motivation which i totally understand and respect for uh for some people but you just feel so good after yeah it's like, true. You feel yeah. so good after you after you work out even just a little bit even if you just do some stretches like yeah. start with something small. I, I would yeah. say that like probably the most important thing, if you're not really used to working out or anything like that, just like start with like stretches, start with like things that, you know, can open up your body a little bit more because once you do that, workouts just seemingly get easier and easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, I think, I think too, when I, uh, the first thing I thought of too, is like, Oh, like this whole thing, like, you know, I'm still going to go to the gym. And then the next day, like, yeah, the gym's closed. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to – and at the start, you know, you're so, like, ambitious. You're like, I have all this time. I'm going to do this. And I think I said to myself, I was like, I'm going to do 
I'm going to work out for two hours a day. I'm going to eat 7,000 salads and like all this stuff. And then <laughs> actually, it actually happens. And you're just like, I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's kind of managing your own expectations and thinking realistically, like what, what can I do today? Hmm. Instead of wondering, because there's a lot of questions right now, like why is this happening? Or like, you know, yeah. and, and you can spend all your time questioning why. But if you're not spending time answering, what can I do today? Yeah, you know, I think kind of it's kind of controlling that own narrative within your head. Yeah, and not to not to cut you off there, yeah. Devin. I think that's a really like smart way of articulating that because yeah. um, it's like you know you think of, and I think that applies to to situations where you know when thing when we aren't in lockdown, like yeah. uh, getting into a fitness routine can be like really challenging for a lot of people, which yeah. like makes sense. It was hard for me. It's hard for everybody. Yeah. It's something that like I'm not used to doing and like never previously enjoyed doing. Right. Um, and like, you know, you see on Instagram, you see all the time, like people are just like completely jacked, like showing their bodies <laughs> off. And yeah. like I'm like, man, like how long did it take to do that? But I think yeah. if you can like switch your mentality towards a little bit more like, well, that's a byproduct of someone, you know, making a difference to themselves every single day. Like, what yeah. can I do today? And yeah. if you do that enough times, you that's yeah. how you start to like feel and, you know, and look, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like a big difference. It's a it's all about like a journey versus like a yeah. destination as like yeah, cheesy yeah. and corny <laughs> as that sounds. But like yeah. when it comes to fitness and stuff like that, I think. Um, starting small, starting where you're comfortable and just expanding from there is, uh, something that we can at least start thinking about if you haven't been doing that in the last like couple months or so. Um, it's something to consider now because like we're stuck or here. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So I'm the one that has the cheesy quotes on this show. So lay off my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ty's content. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But like what you guys are both talking about, it just breaks down to controlling what you can control. Yeah. Right. Like you're like yeah. Devin, like thinking realistically is absolutely true. Like we can talk about yeah. why is this happening? Why, why, why? But that we're getting nowhere with that. You can't, like, you, you'll never answer that. Right. No. You know, so yeah. Break it down to the what. And like this doesn't just go for this situation. It goes for anything. Oh yeah. For right. Sure. Like if, if you're searching for a why, like here's an example, like let's say that you lost, you lost someone recently. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're sitting there and you're thinking, why did this happen? Like why, why, why? Yeah. Those are answers that you're never going to get the answer for. It's 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 one of those uncomfortable feelings yeah. that I think a human, as a human being, you don't really want to hear. But sometimes things just happen. Yeah, there's there sometimes they're just random and there's no reason behind it, and it just happens. And that's just it's like when people say, yeah. "Oh, that's just the way it is." Like spending your time doing yeah. <laughs> like thinking about these things, yeah. uh, like the what ifs and you know yeah. the possibilities often gets people in positions where like it's hard for them to like take a first step forward in any direction. Yeah. I actually read a book recently um, that detailed that exact same thing that I just said, where like, you know, it, the whole book was like uh, the premise was like a, a psychiatrist meeting with uh, a series of different people, like a series of different younger people. And one of the guys who came in that she was speaking about was um, this guy. He was like, mid to late 20s didn't really know what he was like sort of like doing or thinking or like what his next step was and he felt that like his, the analogy that he used was like he felt like he was just like dropped in the middle of the ocean and with no nothing in sight around him 
and he was like very confused and like where like how do do you just start swimming like you don't want to go too far in one direction because that might be the wrong way versus you know if you go here it's the right way you just don't know these things when you don't see anything around you so if you can commit to like doing one thing and like trying to go for it you either realize that you enjoy doing something or you enjoy uncovering what that path is for you or you don't and then it makes it easier to say you know i like this i found out that i like this because i went the wrong way and didn't like what i found in this direction so the moral of the story is if you can just like do one thing and commit to it and go for it whether that's big or small that unlocks just like so many more answers and probably the things that you're looking for yeah. T-Snitch, what do you think? what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll think about why. <laughs> just a bit. But no, um, yeah, for me, it's just been like, because I would normally, I don't really go to the gym typically, and I would never realize how much I would be on my feet and I would walk during my typical workday, nine to five. So my big challenge has been trying to like stay busy with being active. Like I tried some running for a bit, but then kind of fell off of that. Tried some yoga. Done that. Nice. Definitely want to get into that a bit more, just because I kind of have like my posture is not the best, and that kind yeah. of like what you're saying. You know, you want to try out some new things and see what works for you and see what doesn't. You know. Well, and that's exactly it. Running, I kind of was like, I feel a little guilty running around, like huffing and like breathing everywhere. So yeah, really working. Yeah, out yoga for now. Been digging that a lot, and. um Yeah, yeah <laughs> I kind of forgot what the question was, but <laughs> no, I think. I think that's important though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and the fact that you're trying stuff and the fact that like, you at least acknowledge mm-hmm. that like, this is something that I feel like I need to be doing. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good start. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. you, everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. And it's just been like, kind of, for me, it's not over, trying not to overdo it. Cause I realize I get a lot of energy from being busy during the day at work. And when I come home, yeah. I'm already, yeah hopped up so i would always be like okay for the first two hours i do this and i do this so it's kind of tricky getting into the routine of building that up again but mm-hmm. trying out new things not overdoing it and just kind of like you said not overthink things that kind of like the what ifs and stuff yeah. and i am bad at doing that typically mm-hmm. so yeah just kind of take it easy and not sweat it I used to always like dwell like oh you know if I'm being lazy or not productive but obviously you can't really be productive right now so yeah you know? so well, I'm just kind of trying to just do it without stressing things you know like oh I'll take a bath or I'll, yeah, yeah yeah you know I've been loving baths lately like just soaking in big bath big bath yeah. big bath boys yeah. <laughs> no that actually goes perfectly with something that Bria's dad shouts out Luke McDonald he posted on on uh, on Instagram. And it shows like with coronavirus and the risk of infection related to exercise workload, right? Okay. So you think about like who in your population would get sick from coronavirus? You would think probably first and foremost, the ones who are sick, unhealthy, maybe don't do things a lot, right? Sure. But actually there's also, there's like a, the graph, I'm going to be a visual, visual graph on an audio medium, but as basically (laughs) towards that high end of the graph, like towards the elite uh, competitors, that's when actually the highest rate of infection is, is those who are like pushing their bodies to the absolute limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah, just, well, yeah, really <laughs> strangely right in like right past that low point where you're just doing like that kind of Zen zone. Yeah. That is where 
the most healthy people are in this situation alone. Yeah. So it's like, talk about like what you can do that's not pushing yourself to the extremes, but just what's the one thing you can add in that's going to move you forward. Yeah. And then <laughs> building on that one thing, like it's controlling what you can control, not trying to control the whys, but controlling the what. Like, what can mm-hmm. I do today just to take one step forward? Not trying to get to that end goal, not trying to be, you know, Johnny six pack on Instagram. But exactly. yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice, but it's not the goal right now. The goal is to yeah. find peace and find just consistency. Yeah. yeah. Like doing little things that will like kind of treat yourself in a little way, you know, not necessarily the spending or stuff. Like, you know, maybe I'll tidy up my room with it so I feel a bit better, you know, play guitar for a little bit longer than I normally would, you know, and just kind of. Yeah. Take it day by day and do what you got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of Luke McDonald, the, before the whole uh, self-isolation thing like came locked in, we had dinner at their place and we grabbed a couple books. Uh, one of the books I grabbed was called Psyching for Sport by Terry oh, Orlick, cool. a U Ottawa grad. Shouts yes, out to you, I Ottawa. Actually know that, I know that book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it, it talks about how, like it talks about a bunch of things when it comes to preparing for sports. But one of the concepts is if you're focused on the outcome, you're not going to be focused in the process. Nope. And mm-hmm. the best athletes are the ones who can break it down to things that they can control. Yep. So like if you're at the top of the hill about to go down for like a ski run in the Olympics, if you're thinking about the conditions, your time, things that you actually yeah. really can't have like tangible control over, right. your mind's going to be elsewhere. Well, if you're like yeah. focusing on like, okay, going down, hit this hill, like stop here, go fast through here, like you're focusing on what you can actually control. Right. Those are the people who get like the best results. So there is a, it's, it's funny that you say that because I was watching a Jose Bautista interview today about the bat flip moment. And when I was in sports psychology, they asked, you know, like, what are you thinking in this moment? Like this huge, this, you know, Sidney Crosby goal, the goal, the bat flip, these giant moments that happen. Mm-hmm. And they asked the athlete, like, what's going on in your brain? And they always say nothing. Mm-hmm. They say there's, there's nothing going on other than that flow state that they're in where like, he was saying, I'm not thinking of anything else other than hitting that ball. Like mm-hmm. he's like, not the, the, the storyline of the game of the series, nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just him, the ball and the bat. And that's it. That's why I think sports are really, are really awesome because even if I'm like, I played in a, like a <laughs> semi competitive, like men's basketball yeah. league. And, you know, I have like, you know, I have the stresses of my personal life, my yeah. you know, my career and all those things. Um, but when I'm actually playing sports, um, the only thing that I'm really focused on, the only thing that like I'm totally locked in on is like winning the game. And, you know, it's funny yeah. when the when the you know, when the match is over, I'm just like, OK, back to reality. What do mm-hmm. I like? What's my day like tomorrow kind of thing, which is why I think sports is like a really good uh, outlet, because it's like. One, it gives you exercise, but two, it like allows you to like sort of like f- if you're able to like focus yeah. in on just like the task in front of you and forget all all the other stresses yeah. and things that are going on in your life. And I think that's going back to like the whole thing about fitness and routine and stuff like that. I think it's a really good escape um, from that kind of stuff. And when people say working out is really good for your mental health, I think that's one of the things that they're referring to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, that flow state that you're talking about, that's exactly it. Yeah, um, for sure. I actually did a podcast on flow state. If you go back to episode number eight of the Declaration podcast, way back, 
Way back. I like how you knew exactly which one too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with four people on the call, I have time to check my sources yeah. now. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice actually. Um, so yeah, go all the way back to number eight. It, I talked about how basically flow is, uh, imagine a graph again, visual on an audio show, right? It's, a, it's an X and a Y axis. On one axis is your confidence. And on the other is the challenge level of the thing you're trying to do. Yes. So when a task is equal parts challenging yes. and you're confident in your skills, that's when you get the flow state. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. uh, there's a zone of proximal development. It's a mm-hmm. use in teaching a lot too. So if you if you give something here, you can't see it on the podcast. I'm putting one level of my hand here and then the other one <laughs> just a little bit above. It's challenging someone in enough space where it's hard enough that they can't complete it fast enough, but easy enough that they can complete it. And when you're operating within that ZPD, the zone of proximal development, then you're actually enriching their learning. Mm-hmm. You don't learn if you don't learn if it's too hard, and you don't learn if it's too easy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. to be blended in between. And if you don't hit that, you're not actually engaging fully with your brain. Yeah, that's really interesting way of putting it. Yeah, and it's actually quite interesting. Is like when you play with the with the input on that graph that we were yeah. talking about the confidence and challenge. That's where you get like anxiety and depression to come in. If you have a yeah. task that's really yeah. challenging, but you don't have the confidence in your skills, you're going to feel anxious. Yeah. And if you are doing something that has absolutely no challenge, yeah. But and you don't have confidence in your skills, that's depression. Yeah, mm. that's the thing, right? Like it's it's uh, like think about like any time you've gone to play a sporting event or something, mm-hmm. and you don't feel prepared. Yeah. Oh. And it, you know it's going to be a hard yeah. one. Like you're, you got this and that, and it's like you're not mentally. Personally, I never feel like that because I'm always walking. <laughs> yeah, I walk in with a championship mentality. Yeah, I'm walking in. I'm walking in dropping fifty each game, but <laughs> but I definitely relate to that. Like on a level with like music and stuff, where it's like I've yeah. had challenging things to learn. It's like I don't do. I'm not really great with sports. You know, exercise. I'm not a physical person, but I like to do yeah. that to like exercise my brain and stuff and kind of stay fresh. And, yeah, it's actually that's yeah, legit. Yeah, well, yeah, very legit. Um, and honestly, thanks for bringing that back to music because we don't have a lot of music perspectives on this show. Right. And it's, it's nice to get like, a, you know, life is like in one thing and all things. So if we can all kind of take little things from our own lives and bring it in, right. that's mm-hmm. where like we can learn from each other. That's why conversations are important. Listening. It's I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is working. Your, yeah. your, your plan is working time. <laughs> and to bring it all back. I uh, treated myself with a synthesizer, you nice. know, so that I could flex my brain a little bit as an excuse to play it a bit. So, right. you know, you gotta you gotta do the little things to make yourself feel good. <laughs> is that is that Beethoven? No, it's T it's Tyler <laughs> T Snitch Nickel. Watch out, Snitch Toven. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> that's the that's the next album title, Snitch Toven. Snitch Toven. <laughs> Watch out, folks. Coming out soon. Grotto, grotto mob. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be uh, bluegrass and trap beats. <laughs> That's That's actually, don't touch my... No, I'm just kidding. Right. No free ads. No free ads. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sponsor the show. Um, but yeah, speaking of mental and physical stimulation, I'm trying to take care of this new dog, Delilah. Oh, yeah. One to two-year-old Labrable, which we Googled the actual like term. She's half chocolate lab, half pit bull. Or like that's nice. a crazy combination. Crazy that's combination. Super smart, super affectionate, all the energy in the world. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah. So like 
I take I took it for an hour long walk this morning. We've been taking her on like trying to do like twenty to thirty minute runs, like if we can. Right. And we just we need to give her space just to run and get that energy out. But I was sitting there today, I was like, okay, what if we focus on burning her like mental energy? Like, you know, that's like a way to kind of supplement that. So I started playing, you know, more tug, more fetch, like trying to give her like little difficult yeah. toys to get with. And I found like that helped her satisfy her like uh you know, like the, the just pure energy that she has. Like relating that back to us, like doing a video game. Mm. Yeah. Nice, little, nice little puzzle toy, right? Yeah. And yeah. we can just lock in, get in that flow state. Next thing you know, the boys are uh, victors of the battle yeah, royale. Yeah, yeah. And, Number uh, one victory royale. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, where are we dropping tonight, boys? I think in the grotto. It's got to be. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be the grotto of us. Yeah. We've been uh, doing top. really good there, but. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, T Snitch. What? So, what are you doing on a day to day these days? Honestly, uh, just playing video games, really. <laughs> I'm not, I got, I got laid off pretty early. Like, I think I ah. into everything. And, um, just mainly, like, I'll wake up, clean my room. Been kind of slacking on that the past two days, so I gotta do that. Um, and then that's just kind of it. Kind of take it where I want to take it. You know, I've been trying to keep some routine, but I find if I'm keeping too much routine right now, I'm just getting a little too bored. Like, there's been some days where we're going to play games. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to play games right now, you know? Like, yeah. You know? So that's why, like, yeah. Just kind of. It's hard to say, what have I been doing the past couple of days? It's all blurring together, you know? But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, yeah, just kind of playing games, taking it easy, not stressing too much, you know? Just trying to eat better. Normally, eat a lot normally. So, not eating fast food a lot has actually been good to kind of get my diet, like, appetite back up. So, right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was, I had the same idea. Like, oh, okay, get to, you know, work from home. Okay. I'll do, do push ups like every hour. I'm going to like, you know, mm-hmm. just eat only salads, like you're saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's harder in reality. <laughs> and yeah. like you yeah. say, these days can start to just blend together and it's it routines everything, man. It's weird mm-hmm. because I was thinking the other day, I was like, oh, it's been a month of this. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, man, like that month ago feels like a different life. Mm hmm. You know, it's oh, not, yeah. not to be like dramatic about things, but it's, it's, I'm thinking, it's, I'm like, I remember that last day at work and I had to just clean everything for eight hours. And I was like, man, that's, that feels like forever ago. Yeah. But also doesn't at the same time. It's a, yeah. It's a Cause like it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like it was like four years ago. Yeah, exactly. So one thing that I've been doing is, uh, is getting in the kitchen. Like, I mean, try yeah, my, my roommate and I have, uh, we basically, our system is like, you know, every couple weeks we do like a massive grocery run. We do like maybe like, you know, between like 350 to $500 worth of groceries. Um, and we just use that for, you know, then the next few weeks, yeah. um, with no real like planning about like, Oh, I'm going to make this. So I need to go to the grocery store to, by XYZ, what we kind of do is like we try and just pick out a bunch of different ingredients for things, like stuff that we've never really like yeah. tried or like new stuff. And like we just like put it in the fridge, put it in the pantry. Um, and then when it comes time to, you know, actually cook something, we basically alternate meals. So on one That's day, smart. he'll cook something and then the next day, I'll cook something. 
Uh, and we're trying to like push each other to like try and do things that we've never done before. And one of the things that I'm finding like creatively is stimulating is just being like, well, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? And I open yeah. up the fridge and I see, okay, I have this ingredient. I have this ingredient. I have this ingredient. Okay. I'm going to make, I'm going to make salmon tonight over asparagus. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like those things that I'm doing that like, I'm finding fulfilling. And like the other night I'm going to flex. I made like this really dope pizza. Like I made a really, <laughs> really good pizza. Yeah. And like, it was like with like whole wheat crust, homemade, yeah. obviously with like pesto, with chicken, right. with uh, tomatoes and feta cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, wow, like I can do this. Like I can totally do yeah, this. Yeah. And like, it's like, it's not difficult. It just takes a little creativity and thinking of like oh i saw that online that would be really good to make but i'm going to try it my way mm-hmm. and like just like doing those little things and being able to utilize the ingredients that you have really unlocks like one your palate for sure because you're trying oh, yeah. new shit and two like you're finding out what works what doesn't work what can be done better next time like those little things that like i never really knew um that i had but like skills that i inherently have picked up which i'm finding uh right. it's fun well, there's actually like saying like what's in your fridge. There's a website I can't remember what it's called where you just put any ingredients you have in your fridge. Yeah, and it gives you a recipe based on what you have already. Really, that's a pretty cool. I, need that. I don't really know how to cook. Try something. Try yeah, like yeah. try. You know what you should do, Tayson? Like like what do you like to eat? Like what's like something that you you eat regularly? I'm on my spot, but I like pizza, so I definitely want to do like some homemade stuff. I've just been lazy and like. Resorting to the classics. You know what's yeah, yeah, yeah. really easy? Shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really easy well, one. For something, for Tisa, if Tisa has never like really like cooked yeah. that much before, mm-hmm. start with like, like if you like making, if you like macaroni and cheese or you like pizza, oh, let's yeah. say, let's yeah. use macaroni and cheese as, as an example. Mm-hmm. Rather than like using craft dinner, why don't you try like using like the noodles from craft dinner? But like trying make to make your own cheese, so yeah, like yeah. Really making one part of something that you really like, and then when you get better, you're like, okay, well, like, I'm gonna try using this different pasta, yeah. and that event with like the cheese that I just made, and then eventually you're gonna be like, well, I'm, I'm gonna make my own pasta now, and then mm-hmm. then I'm gonna put the cheese on that. It's just like it it can build because it can seem like really intimidating at first to like yeah. try something new and like mm-hmm. learn to do something new, but like if you know how to do so. Like, macaroni and cheese is like pretty simple to make like it's yeah, not it's hard easy, yeah. so it's just like if there's like if that's a, a recipe that you can easily follow like it's hard to screw up you know what i mean are you on a certain like diet type like vegan or anything like that t-snitch oh no i just haven't really been no. trying to cook lately i just haven't yeah. okay great get bacon <laughs> and get eggs and yeah. just use that that's the one thing. I'm not an egg guy. Like really? I like it. Like I like it in cooking. Obviously, you know, it's in like baking. Yeah. I like French toast, but like if it's scrambled, if it's got a big piece on my my French toast, it's I don't know. It's not it's like a weird food. I don't really? like the yeah. Like it's I it. uh, yeah. That's I've always had bad. that with texture and certain things, and like for some reason, I've tried throughout my whole life eggs. It's just really. Hmm. If you don't uh, like it, you, you don't can't like see it. it. You can't see it in the video, but I'm crossing at my neck with my hands like, hey, <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't it they ain't it guys huh. you know okay. that's interesting well yeah i'm like i said to eat well, bacon um, you know like i've definitely dabbled into cooking here and there i took a cooking class in grade 10 mm-hmm. but uh 
Yeah, I definitely should do that to kind of try out some more creativity stuff. Honestly, yeah. another thing, like, not not an ad, but maybe get like one of those like good food boxes or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, they, they send good. you everything you need. Yeah. The recipes are pretty simple to follow. And, and then you get to keep the recipe cards after as well. So if you want to go like buy those ingredients again, you already know what you need. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's not the best value for your money. Like you could go no. and buy the yeah. ingredients cheaper and not need it. But if you're not into cooking and you need something to cook, it's awesome. It'd be yeah. a really good way to like expand my exactly. horizon too, you know? Exactly. Get stuff. Yeah. Like what were you saying early, Devin? Like the zone of proximity or whatever it's called? Like uh, zone of proximal development. Zone of proximal CPD? development. This is all CPD. we're trying to do, man. Just, yeah. just raise oh, that oh exactly. You know, yeah, you gotta keep it right within range. You know, you can't go yeah. too far ahead, can't stay too low, you know? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Devin Devin and Ty, I'll yeah. ask this question to you. What is your best meal that you that you know how to cook? Uh I'm I'm okay at dinner. I'm definitely the best at any kind of breakfast. So, but like what what dish I should say? Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say if if I I made this one dish once there was like a sausage hash with like eggs in it and like chorizo mm. and stuff like that. That sounds dang. It was really good. Really good. I think that was the best dish i've made nice. i also make i also make curry pretty well i think yeah i've had it it's good. you have yeah yeah <laughs> okay Devin, i'm gonna comment on your thing really quick and then i'm gonna yeah. see what mine is so okay. um in vancouver we went to this restaurant i forgot the restaurant now apologies to the restaurant but uh i got this thing called the charlie bowl and it's basically charlie exactly bowl. what you're describing everything yeah. in just in one bowl with like this the hash and all that stuff delicious biscuit Ooh, okay. Mm, okay. Real, real good. But my uh, <laughs> my go to meal, butter chicken. Yeah, that's a killer. I love butter chicken. I love making butter chicken. And that was one of those. That was like one of my first like yeah. meals that I learned how to make because it's so fuck so freaking easy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like no, I've no, flipped sorry. a couple here and there. Probably. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> apologies to the to the listeners here but um no the bu- butter sure. chicken's yeah butter chicken's awesome to make but do you make your own like the butter chicken sauce oh yeah no i i bought like a kilogram tub of like the gram masala uh spice yeah blend. yeah yeah it's so simple honestly dude and it's so flavorful i love indian food indian yeah, food favorite, is so good it's one of my favorites because it's just there's so many different like flavors and it's like the spices and like it's just so flavorful that like you don't really get from like a lot of other types of of food but question number two i'm becoming the host here apparently but (laughs) uh what is your favorite like uh type of food to like go out and eat let's say or your top your top two top three oh uh t-cinch we'll start with you because you i didn't ask you the last question oh that's okay Quick little answer to the last one. I have I made once made tacos where I just do like old El Paso and you add like some little extra spices with some onions and stuff. That's the one thing I can cook where I'm really like see, that's what I'm like, talking about. it up, you know. That, but, yeah, um, that's what that's what I'm talking about, man. If you mm-hmm. like next time you do that, like like say you have like a taco kit or something like that. The next time you do it, maybe you try making the tortilla shells or something like that, and then you just still yeah, use those really, same ingredients. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just like do that those like. Yeah, try it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go to uh thing. First one always chicken fingers and fries. Because you know, if you're going to a plate like a like it has to be bar and grill, you know? Yeah. It's a good it's a good way to like figure out if it's good or not. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't Who trust can... the food, you get the... Yeah, you know? Well, it's like if I'm, like, not sure what to get, and it's like, is it spaceball? It's a good fallback, yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the measuring stick, you know? Putin, mm-hmm. classic thing. And then always macaroni and cheese from places, to be honest. Yeah? Are, like, can be really, really good when they get, like, the special ones and stuff. That's the mm-hmm. way I go to from, like, a restaurant. Pretty basic, but... Yeah. Okay, Ty, you're up. Uh, thanks, host. Um, so, <laughs> uh, if, if I'm ordering in, I'm ordering pizza. There's, there's no question about that. But if I'm yeah, going out, yeah. I think it's just a nice steak, steak. Yeah, big side. steak like, foods guy. Oh, my big steak guy. Like big steak a nice guy. medium rare steak. Oh, get oh. out of here. Yeah, yeah I'm, with you. I'm with you. There's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing better than just a nice, nice barbecued steak. Yeah, right, I'm taking the ball back. Devin, what's your what's your go-to meal? <laughs> uh, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'm either looking for curry or like a burrito kind of situation. Mm. Yeah, I think I think those are my two go-tos when I'm thinking like I want to go out to eat. Mm. Can't That's go wrong with a burrito. Yeah. Can't go wrong with a burrito at all. You can't. It's just, it's all the best foods of one bread cylinder. Delicious. <laughs> Straight up, I haven't had a burrito in like over a year, and I'm not okay with that. That's too nice. Yeah, it's been way too long. Also, I went the other one. day. Yeah, I went the other day, and it just like it just hit right, and I was like, oh, I missed it. Also, so I miss shawarma so much. Oh, oh man. I... <laughs> no, no. Specifically, <laughs> I miss shawarma bite shawarma. Yeah. Yo. Shawarma. <laughs> is back. To anyone who's listening to this in Ottawa, who lives in Ottawa, shawarma bite was 100% one of the, I would say, in my top three, arguably top two shawarma <laughs> It's places. not even an argument. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't even think that, that you're able to argue that. Like, yes, yeah. of course, of course there's a shawarma palace. Everyone knows shawarma palace. That's the, <laughs> it's the, it's the goat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of like the everyday man shawarma place, the yeah. everyday per, I'm going to go with shawarma bite, recipe shawarma bite. <laughs> But I would say number three, uh, number two now, the King Schwarm or whatever by Devin's place there. Oh, it's a uh, new, uh, new King Schwarm Plus. They are <laughs> yeah. in the city. That's the long one, right? Yeah, it's uh, the, the Red Spine on Bank Street. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I, will, I will die on that hill. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm about Schwarm. Middle Eastern food is like, I would say, yes. Middle Eastern food, uh, I... Can't lie, like obviously I'm a big Italian food guy. I love, um, yeah, I love Italian food, too. like pastas and stuff like that. But I'm surprised none of you guys have said this. Actually, I'm not surprised that Devin and Tisha didn't say this. But uh, sushi, big sushi guy over here too. Yeah, I, I absolutely, yeah. I love sushi. Best mm-hmm. sushi roll, or is the is the nigiri with the the tuna on top? Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Delicious. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's the goal. Is let's make some sushi at home. Uh, See, that's one I'm going to need a little bit more time before I get to that. I think for me, you the might biggest, not see me again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I'm not crazy about seaweed. I'm okay with that's fish fair. now. It's just seaweed. I'm just like, eh. yeah. Oh, the, if, I, if I get it in a rice wrap, it's fine. Yeah, the rice wraps are nice. You ever try um, a poke bowl? I haven't. Oh, no. I haven't. Pokeballs. I thought it was Pokemon for a while. Imagine like a breakfast bowl. I mean, yeah. That's not a good comparison. Never mind. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like cold? <laughs> not a good comparison. 
it's like it's like it's essentially the burrito of uh like yeah. Japanese cooking. Uh, I don't oh, know. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like it's like deconstructed sushi. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just sushi. Cool. Like a, it's like a rice bowl with like uh, you know usually like maybe like a ginger or like you know chopped up carrots and like right. uh, like maybe onions as well with uh, whatever. Like usually you can get like a maybe a teriyaki bowl or something like that. That's like chicken teriyaki in this like bowl. There's like. Uh, I personally like the the salmon one or the um, tuna, uh, not tartar. That's not the, the right way to say it, but like the tuna, like just chopped up. Right. Um, Sashimi. Ch- no, no, no. It's like it's literally just like raw tuna, just chopped up into like little cubes and then tossed in the bowl with the uh, the rice and stuff like that. That's and then it has like some sauce on it usually. Oh, so good. I'm so hungry right now. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I need to eat. Um, also, really quick for dinner last night, I made a, like a tuna salad bowl. So I took, oh, like yeah. a, took a can of tuna, dollop of mayo, cut up a bit of an apple, threw in some like dried cranberries, yeah, apple, okay, uh, yeah, peppers, spinach. Um, we have this like chili oil. It adds a nice yes. like a little nice. bit of heat, good flavor to it. Threw some of that in, uh, salt, pepper, and I think that was it. Yeah, just whip it all up. Right down the Thank hatch. You, whip it. Yeah, whip it up real good. Like oh, su- super simple, super flavorful. Like, yeah, yeah like, man. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. I actually had a tuna melt for lunch today. Right on. Big tuna guy over here, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. I love tuna. All right. So because we all clearly need to go eat, let me uh, start asking some questions here. So T Snitch, I'll start with you. What's uh one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? Do what you want. <laughs> like, I know that's obviously like Love it. not like that, you know. But yeah. honestly, like try not to. Like, I don't know. Like it's, it's hard to say. Like it's easy to say, don't sweat what people think, because I say that a lot. And even though I always really sweat what people think, but like if you like something, you'll like it, you know. Like if you think some, like some people might think a song is lame, you know. I don't know. It's just like try not to. I'm really bad at explaining this whenever I'm asked it. Cause I like. You just gotta kind of do what you want with. Wow, can I get back? I, I think, I think, I think, I think what you're trying it. to say is you want to like, do what you, you want, but like, don't overthink it. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, do like, don't feel like you gotta do stuff because other people are telling you to do it. You know, like, don't sweat the expectations it, of others. Don't sweat the small things. You know, um, right now I'm, I can't really think of think of it right now. But, um, yeah, you know, you just gotta, like, kind of just do you. That's how, at least, I, at least for me, that's what I do, you know? Like, I used to always dwell, like, oh, if I'm being productive or if what I'm doing is, like, wasting certain time or whatever. But also, like, we kind of touched on earlier, you gotta try out things, you know? Sometimes they right. happen right. for a reason. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you learn from things, you know? Sometimes you don't. And things like that, you just gotta kind of do what you wanna do. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to do certain things, you know. Yeah, it doesn't make you happy. At the end of the day, do what makes you feel good deep down. Basically, just sum it all up. Do what you want. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing is just do what's best for you. Only you know that. Exactly. And like, just lean into what actually makes you happy. And if you don't know what that is, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, 
it'll come. Just keep open to it. And like we talked about in the last podcast I did here with Brooke Martin, find the things in your life that actually spark joy. Yeah. You got to take time to figure it out. You know, sometimes you might feel like you're stuck in a rut or something, but if it isn't making you happy and it doesn't feel like it's what you should be doing deep down, even though you feel like you might be have have to don't do it. Obviously that's oversimplifying so much, you know, but just in my opinion, that's like my general philosophy kind of. Absolutely. Devin, what you got for us? Um, So I'm going to say something that's, pertaining to right now is just be don't because you're on quarantine like let's say what's going on right now if you're on quarantine mm-hmm. don't um be really hard on yourself when you when you feel unproductive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all in this same situation and no one is trying to just let that like kind of competition within yourself kind of take a break where mm-hmm. you're, some days you're not going to be productive and that's fine that's the circumstance we're in and just be realistic with your expectations about uh, what you want to do with your day and kind of just take pressure off of yourself right now because it's, there's a lot of out of your control and just kind of control what you can and be realistic about it. Yeah. Acknowledge the situation (laughs) that we've never been through something like this before. Why would we know all the answers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Being yeah. open to what that process brings. And yeah, just control what you can control. Love that. Exactly. Mal. Um, yeah, you know. To build off, uh, you know, De- Devin's point there, I think it's important, to, you know, obviously not to let wrestle with yourself. But um, I would probably say that, like, it's kind of like a combo like result of Devin and Tisa's answers, but like finding ways, you know, find ways to stay motivated and throughout your life, you know, I'm a person who, um, you know, gets a lot of like, you know, it's, it's hard for me to describe, but I, I get my energy from like trying to work on the next step, whether that's, you know, in my career or in my, personal life to be honest like a lot of it is focused on my career and my professional development um so like when i'm finding when i'm not motivated by something anymore let's say like i work somewhere for a little bit and i'm not i'm not motivated i'm not learning i'm not getting anything out of it um that's when it's time for me to like consider like changing something up or like start or finding ways within whatever i'm doing um to work on like right now in my in my job um, I, because of this whole situation, there's not a lot of like actual work, you know, that's been right. going on. Like there's not a lot of campaign work. Uh, I work in advertising, something that's like a bit of a crazy scenario right now. So like all the things that I was supposed to be working on, um, were obviously canceled, um, which is unfortunate, but you know, I'm finding ways to keep busy and like I'm being put on projects and stuff like that. But that's besides the fact. So I'm, I'm trying to consider ways that like, you know, how can I stay motivated throughout this entire process? So I'm going to try and it's not like I can just dip and get another job and start something fresh tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but something that I can do and something that I've been working on, for example, in my professional career right now is uh, so I have someone who I manage. So someone who reports into me. Um, so one of the things that I'm trying to work on is, you know, how can I be a better manager for this person? How can I? you know, improve my managerial skills so that that person 
feels like, you know, I have their back. I'm looking out for them. Um, I'm teaching them. Like those are the sorts of things that like I'm grasping onto because if it's not like something that's 100% related to me, like what can I be doing? I can't actually like do a lot of the stuff that I want to do to, you know, move my career forward because of the situations that Devin was explaining. Like, you know, we're all in this together. It's not just like me being held back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I can do is like, you know, try and benefit somebody else during this time and work on the skills that I need, um, uh, to help, you know, manage someone else so that, you know, they're getting to the next level. So there's a long way to answer your question, but I would say that like, you know, finding ways to stay motivated with the means that you have, uh, is probably the, the way that I would say that you can have a, a happy and healthier life. How important is adaptability right here and now? Flexibility. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Yeah. Like being because open. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you see a lot of people who like, you know, this is a situation really that like takes you out of, that should take you out of everything that you kind of really know and understood about like how we work as a, as a, a population, mm-hmm. if that's the right way to describe it. Um, but I would say that like, being able to take yourself out of what you know and understand and be a little bit more aware of the situation around you is like, okay, like what's really important here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It kind of puts things yeah. into perspective. And if you can like help get yourself to a situation where it's like, where you understand everything and you're aware of everything that's going on, um, it'll hopefully put your mind more at ease. Yeah. Um, I always said, uh, <clears throat> aliens came today would this problem really matter <laughs> and it's like yeah. this is the I aliens think, like it's yeah. come like now what is really important yeah. like like all these these small go ahead <laughs> no no finish finish your sentence i was just gonna say all these like small things they're meaningless now what's what's meaningful is family like what like what i do through the day to make myself happy and healthy and and like the things all these extraneous problems that we can find when we have safety security and time they're gone like i I don't care about who has the best chicken wrap anymore like that's like that is like that's the furthest thing from my mind right now what's on my mind is what am i doing throughout my day to make myself better and just not only make myself better but just making my life way more copable and way more enjoyable Mm -hmm. yeah man and that's the that's a a big challenge that a lot of people in the industry Mm -hmm. that i work in are facing because we're so used to just you know pushing a product and getting people to buy um you know the next you know uh big mac or something like that uh but like people aren't really thinking that that's important to them right now because it's it's truthfully it's not on top yeah uh, at the top of mind for a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh so like a bunch of advertisers are like, uh, marketers are like, what do we say? How do we talk to people? Ah, we're freaking out because we still need to like, my job is to sell you something, but if you're not, you know, considering it, how do I talk to you sort of thing? Which is, uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, you've seen a lot of like really generic advertising about like these uncertain times and stuff like that. <laughs> we like, really care about you. Please buy an Acura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's 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 how you do it wrong. Which is yeah, like, I, I actually saw an ad. It was like not like that, but it was literally just like on TV. It was like we really yeah. care about you in these hard and trying times. And then it was just like please buy a car or something like that. And then, it yeah, was like yeah, and then it was like we're no, offering three months down payment on. It's just like <laughs> yeah. okay. 
we're here to help. Please give it was, us money. No, it, was, it was something saying, like, we know this is a difficult and trying time, but when it's over, please come buy our car. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm really glad we can come on the show today to talk about horrible car ads and yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, cooking food and all that stuff. I really did appreciate it. Well, I'll do this more. I, I actually enjoyed this. I didn't know how the four-person potter would go if we'd just be talking over each other the whole time. But it actually turned out really well. So thanks for coming on. Um, Malik, start with you. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, are probably the two social medias that I'm on the most. Follow the Google the Bad Mix. Uh, if you want more advertising, marketing related content. So start there. Check out uh, my Instagram. It'll take you to the Bad Mix, which is a podcast that I also run. Um, yeah. What's your handle? Uh, just search the Mad Mix. Okay, Devin. Uh, Devin Nickel on Instagram. I guess that's my go-to. And T Snitch. Uh, T Snitch. T S N I T C H. Twitter and Instagram. I also have another page for like creative stuff, like pictures and paintings, all my pretentious things. I like to post. Uh, Tyler Thomas Nickel. That links in my bio. Follow me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Right, real quick, Devin, what are you grateful for? Uh, honestly, a lot these days. It's I'm in a very good situation, I would say, and to have a, a good house, health, people around me. I'm just very, very thankful. I would say. Right on. T Snitch, what are you grateful for? Twenty, but like my friends and you guys, basically. Cause like, honestly, like I'm not normally a big like overly social guy or I, I think I was but, like without working and being out about I'm just like ah oh, man so it's been good being able to like play games or you know talk to people with, like that's a good thing about the internet you know if I didn't yeah. have the internet and I wasn't able to play some games with you guys I keep looking at my TV for some reason today. no one can see it <laughs> but I keep like looking to the right for some reason and um, yeah so I'm just really thankful you know have friends and like family mm. for people even though we're not like around it's just been kind of good to have that to right make it, yeah realize what you took for granted and like you know 100 yeah all right mal real quick what are you grateful for uh geez i mean not to sound repetitive but uh you know i'm really thankful that you know my friends and my family are are, are healthy right now uh, i'm thankful that i have a job that allows me to you know pay for my lifestyle right now and it's you know i'm, I'm thankful for a lot of things but i'd probably say the thought that um friends and family are doing are doing well during these times because I know a lot of people's aren't mm -hmm. um you know I, I I'm really appreciative towards that I'm very thankful that you know I live in a country that uh you know is taking this issue really really seriously yeah. and you know mm -hmm. shout outs to all like you know the the frontline workers you know mm -hmm. that's that's you know starting with you know like the nurses and the doctors but also streaming down to you know the people that who are who are working at the you know the grocery stores the kids who are working at grocery stores, you know, mm. to make, uh, so maybe save up for school or something one day or to help provide for themselves. I think that, you know, now is a time that we can probably start thanking those guys and realizing what those people do for us in times like this. So, yeah. uh, you know, shout outs to, shout outs to all the people who are working at the metros and the Loblaws because, uh, those are the people who are, who are really keeping us, you know, together right now. 100%. Perfect. Y'all said it all. Thanks for coming on today. All right. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, guys. Appreciate well, it. well, so long. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>